Hey, how's it going, guys? Uh, and gals, I guess. I'm sure we got some female viewers and listeners out there. I know my wife listens most of the time, so at least one. Uh, yeah, welcome to episode eight of Aggressively Wrong. You said one drama. She's uh, <laughs> That's the one. An army of one. Uh, yeah, so... Or what, somewhere. We, uh... Shoot, did we talk about last week what we were going to say this week? I don't remember if we mentioned it, but this is kind of a, an episode that we've been talking about doing for a while now with the Disney stuff. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So it's, we're going to get gonna into that, but we're we'll going to start off with uh, with sports, right? Yes, sir. What's going on? Oh, you know what happened in sports this week that I like? I like boxing and Tyson Fury. Oh, yeah. Out Dillian White. I knew it was going to happen. But and Todd and I were talking about this. I hope he doesn't retire. Like he said, he's probably done. I hope. Didn't he, he say he was going to fight Francis Ngannou though? Too. Yeah, actually, I was just looking at it. it. Says, yeah, I was just looking at that. It, that's absurd. It's uh, in a boxing <laughs> match, okay, but no, like UFC guys and boxing guys, it's two different animals. Boxing guys should stay out of the UFC, and UFC guys should stay out of boxing. Like. It just the, the the crossover doesn't work. I I agree for the fans' sake. I mean, like Floyd and uh, and Conor McGregor, that was boring. It Conor was... had zero chance. I made so much money. I bet so many people dinners and all kinds of crazy shit at my work. And I was like, dude, I I'll I'll take any bet, any bet. Conor McGregor is not going to I not he, I, he's not going to win a round. And, and it was like whatever he could land that one shot. And it's like, no, nah, dude, no, no, no. It was never, it was never going to happen. No. And I think you and I, I'm sure you and I talked about it at least briefly when it was kind of leading up to it, um, because both of us are aware of the fact that it takes more than just punching ability to be a boxer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Floyd Mayweather is in probably not the top 20 punchers I've I've ever watched as a boxer. No. But he's the best defensive fighter that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he's really good. He, he can play hide and seek in the ring, you know what I mean? And that's not something that Conor McGregor's used to. So I say this all the time. UFC guys can't punch. I say it all the time. They And they, even the good punchers aren't boxers. They're not even close. They're not right. even close. Like guys like Chuck Liddell that that are like these one punch crunch guys in UFC that you go to boxing, nothing. It, the power right. doesn't translate because it just doesn't. These boxers have literally been throwing punches since they were fetuses, right? And you Children. know they they turn they turn they know how to hit. I I always said if if a good boxer really trained MMA, he could take over. But the problem is, is once they know that you can hit, they're gonna take you down. Right, so you got to really lose. Right, is they're gonna have no ground game. So the, it's like I said, it's two completely different animals. Like you almost have to have like a somebody that trained as a boxer when they were a kid, and also you know wrestled in high school and college or something, so they at least have that grappling kind of skill set. Defense is huge. Yeah, yeah. Like if you if you go if you get. If you're on the ground, you're in a world of pain. Uh, James Tony was fighting UFC, and when James Tony fought UFC, he got his ass kicked because James Tony's a great boxer, but 
once you're on your back, you're a turtle, man. You're yes. just laying out, you know what I mean? Like, there's nothing you could do once they get you on your back, man. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, it's completely, it's completely different. I mean, it's not there's overlap, I guess. You know, they both involve fighting in a ring, but it's two right. entirely different kinds of fighting. So I think for the for the fans, it's not really that great of a, you know, it's right. not something that I get excited for. Yeah. Um, it's no different than like, did you see um, Half Thor Bjornsson and Eddie Hall? Did you see that yeah. boxing match? Terrible. Yeah, awful so fight. Bad. Awful, awful, so ridiculous. Bad. So boring. Oh, it was the bo- it was boring as shit. I was just like, oh, this is. Awful. You would think two years of of lead up, they would have. I mean, kudos to both of them for getting in way better shape than they were in before, because now Thor looks. Yeah, he's a monster. Pretty fit, and Eddie Hall, shoot, he probably lost eighty pounds. But uh, but a guy like Tyson Fury would beat the fucking shit out of both those guys. Oh, it wouldn't even be, boxing, be. It wouldn't even be. And it doesn't matter how big they are. Tyson right. Fury's six nine. He would box the shit out of them dudes. It that was the argument. Good. That was the argument that I had um, after you and I talked the other day. I said the same thing. Like uh, super nerdy. I'm in a. I play a video game on my on my phone, a golf game, and a bunch of the guys that are in the clan with me are european and one dude south african and he was talking about that fight and he said that he thinks mike tyson in his prime would knock tyson fury out and i was like mike tyson is five foot ten i was like the tallest the tallest person that tyson fought in his career was lennox lewis and lewis beat him yeah and the reason for that is the fact that lewis had seven another guy that was like six foot six um well, Buster Douglas is name. Buster Douglas is tall too. I mean, he fought a couple taller guys, but but none of them had the the boxing ability that Tyson right. Fury. And that's the, had. And that's the Fury. thing. Lennox Lewis was a very good boxer and a very tall man. Tyson right. Fury is a better boxer. Yeah, and he's bigger. Yep, and he hits harder. I mean, it's just uh, that's the one thing Fury never. Ever since he started going to the Crunk Gym, he's shown. I mean, he knocked out Bomber and he knocked out. Dylan White, personally, I still don't think he hits that hard. Well, no, he's not like him a... is he is a he's a guy that he's like Pacquiao. He doesn't knock you out with one punch. It's like the accumulation right. of getting knocked around for five rounds, and then you're right. so tired that when he hits you with one good shot, then you go down. You know what I mean? It's not like he doesn't have that one punch. Cra- he doesn't. Yeah, have he's not a he's not right. a fir- he's not a first round knockout type guy. Right? Really. Yeah, he's not um, what Tyson was. Right. And that's and that was my one thing. I said if Tyson I mean you can't say that anybody would consistently beat Tyson because he was a powder keg. You know what I mean? Right. If it if he connected with one first two rounds. Yeah. You gotta get past he, the first two rounds. Yeah. If if he comes out there and, and catches you with one, right, he could put anybody on the floor yeah. real quick. You'd be looking but, like Ooh. Yeah. Look. But you gotta also think the leverage involved for Mike Tyson to to really land a shot on a guy that's a foot a full foot taller than him. It's crazy. Is, it's hard to imagine. You know what I mean? Even especially with that little short, compact that movement, that this little like peekaboo movement. Yeah, it, 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 he couldn't lead with any jab. He would have to. No, he would have to lead with lead with overhand rights. And Tyson's so tall, he would just literally lean back from it and right. push him away like that. It, yeah, he would just be. He would be deflecting more punches than he'd be blocking. He'd just be. And Tyson Fury's got great head movement as well. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't know. I it just. It's one of those things I told I told Todd. All right, I think I even said it in the text you did. from us. I 
I don't see any matchup at heavyweight that Tyson Fury, even hypotheticals, Ali, yeah. I think Ali would give him the best fight, but still he's so long and so yeah. much bigger that I just think, I, I think he's the worst matchup for anybody ever. Like, right. He just is because he's so skilled as a boxer. Like what he did to Klitschko, people forget. Before he went crazy, he beat he beat Vladimir Klitschko after Klitschko literally dominated the heavyweight division for ten years. Yeah, and he and he got he Klitschko only landed like eighteen punches. That's yeah. insane. Like and. Klitschko's what six seven? I mean, he's not a yeah. He's, he's a not a short guy. Dude. Yeah, he's a big ass a dude. Big dude. And and Tyson went in there and said, "I'm gonna outbox you," and he did every single round. He beat him every. And I was a huge Klitschko fan at the time. I was like, "Oh, I think Klitschko could beat him." And because I didn't, I didn't never really. I'd only seen one of Fury's fights up until that point. And when he beat, him, I was like, "Dude, you beat him. You beat him. There's no other way around it." Like he and he had all the belts from that fight he took everything yeah. except for the belt that vitali had and when he did that then he he lost it you know what i mean and 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 had his uh mental breakdown and gained like 80 pounds i was gonna say he got big he got fat, fat and was yeah. doing cocaine and shit all the time like open about it he's like yeah i do coke yeah. all the time like fucking and so he yeah, got he went off the all defense for a minute. stripped and then to come back from that dude's a beast bro yeah He's an absolute well, monster. And I, I'll tell you what, before uh, before he – what do you have, a draw with Wilder before he beat him? You were Anybody never a Wilder guy. Watching, huh? Anyone that watched, watched that fight knows that it wasn't a draw. won that fight. Yeah, and that's what I was saying the other day when we were talking about it. I said, I said, uh, you know, once Fury beat Wilder, and I was kind of talking about that first fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that was his. That was his. Okay, I'm back now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he did, he beat him. Beat him. It was like, and well, Deontay Wilder is no joke. You know what I mean? Like, he's not the kind of fight. He's not the caliber of fighter that Tyson Fury is. But he walked into that with an undefeated record. I mean, he had beat up on some people. Well, he's got that napalm right hand, like that. He, yeah. He's like Tyson, Mike Tyson back in the day, like. He there's always that in the back of your mind. Like, look, the first Tyson Fury Wilder fight, everybody that watched that fight will tell you the same thing. Was just the waiting only for rounds the, the Deontay won were the rounds that he knocked him down. And I argue that even the the 12th round, when he knocked Fury uh Fury down and Fury like did the Undertaker shit and came back up, right? Fury beat him the rest of the round. The rest of the round like, for sure. Yeah. But, but like you said, that man, when he connects. Right. He connects. Wilder's a one-trick pony. I've been watching Wilder for years. I liked Deontay Wilder before he started all the bomb squad bullshit. Like, he had this great story back in the day. Like, he's got a, a young daughter, and she has, like, some issues and stuff. And, and he was, like, uh, struggling as a football player, I think it was. Or he's trying to trying to make it to the something, NFL or something like something that. Something along those lines, yeah. Yeah, and then like he like told his daughter, "One day I'm going to be world champion. I'm going to take care of you." And he did. I he did it. And it, but then he started in like the whole to this day, all that not like when he turns on that bronze bomber like uh like Tyson Fury makes fun of him for it. When he turns on that that show, the, yeah, the persona. The persona, it's awful. 
It's yeah. it's awful. It it makes me just hate the guy, and you want to like, like a, the guy. It's like a WWF like cutting yeah. a promo type situation. Yeah, where sometimes people promo. are just not likable. It's just not. It yeah. if he could just be himself, like just be like Gennady and like not trying to sell fights yeah. and just saying, hey, you know, he's just a nice guy. Because I guarantee you, Deontay, when the cameras aren't on him, he's oh, he's a totally nice different guy. person. I bet. Yeah, he seems right. like. Yeah, he Humble, cares about like his came, kids, you know. Came from nothing, that yeah. type of guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's awesome. He's not, the, but... he's not the Gypsy King, but still, right. But as soon as those cameras come on, something snaps in there, and he's mm. just got it. It just it's awful. It's so bad. Booker T. Uh, there's a good fight coming up, May fifth. That's gonna be a good fight. Uh, Canelo and uh, Bivol. Oh, you <laughs> you always talk about Canelo, but you hate him, don't you? Um, well, I don't like Canelo because he did, he's done some dirty ass shit. Like he should have fought Gennady three years before he, he was like bullshitting with Golovkin. And then this third fight, like Golovkin just knocked a guy out, uh, Murat, Murata or something, a Japanese fighter. He knocked him out just recently. And all they talked about after the fight was, oh, going to be canelo and and uh triple g for a, a trilogy fight and i i'm a huge triple g fan i don't think he should get in the ring with canelo i think at this point right now canelo will, canelo will beat him for yeah. sure but the first two fights i think triple g clearly won the first fight and then the second fight was more of a draw i could see you giving it to canelo if you're a canelo fan but I don't know. It's just one of those things that he's done a lot of shady shit. Like, well, he it's it always felt to me like I I don't watch boxing as much as you. You know, I, I'm a right. much more casual right. boxing fan, but I'm more of a fan than average Joe Schmo. I think. Right. And I think what it always seemed like to me was boxing wanted Canelo to be a star. Right. You know what I mean, boxing as a whole. Right. And I and I hate getting into conspiracy theories like that, but you can go for the last 40 years of boxing and see when when they latch on to somebody and want to make him the star, they're capable of doing it. You know, they Absolutely. they make the matches and stuff like that. Absolutely. And, and Canelo seemed like that dude for the last like 10 years. It feels like every time he has the opportunity to fight somebody where you think, "All right, this is going to be the fight." It doesn't happen. Right. And then it's just dumb. Well, and, and I look at it like this. He's he the the thing that Flo, two things that Floyd Mayweather taught him when he fought him at such an early age was one. If you fight in America, you have to fight as an American people. People forget Canelo's not American. Yeah, he's Mexican. He right? fights in America and he's like a, the American guy. Right. Yeah. That's what Floyd taught us. Floyd's like, here you go, man. You want people behind you, you know, you can still claim the Mexican thing, which he does, right. but like he fights in America. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So and he plays it, it up. Right. He they make a they make a big they make a big deal out of it. Right. Yeah. And he also has really looked at the way Floyd Mayweather maneuvered his career is very similar to the way Canelo is moving his career. Like he he didn't fight Gennady when when he was supposed to fight Gennady. And, and when Gennady was in his prime and he was getting right. coming into his prime. Like Mayweather did with, with Pacquiao. But he put it off and he fought. Dude, Canelo fought Amir Glasschen Khan. <laughs> Amir, Canelo fought a guy 
that got knocked out by Danny Garcia at 140 pounds. <laughs> and Canelo, and, there, and people are like, oh, well, he beat Amir Khan. He's supposed to kill Amir Khan. Right. Amir Khan's <laughs> never gotten out of the ring, ever. Right. He, he should have never gotten in the ring. And Amir Khan won every round of that fight until he got knocked out. Every single round. Go If you go back and watch it, until the he knockout, outboxed him. Amir Khan was slapping Canelo. Slapping him every time. Bam, bam, counter. Bam, bam. His footwork. It was amazing. I thought he was going to win. But then I, I saw Canelo setting up the feint. And that's what he hit him with was this, like, go to the – he kept going to Khan's body. He wasn't really connecting, but he kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I was like, oh, he's setting up Here a crazy comes. overhand right. And then that when it landed, I was <laughs> – glass chin Khan. Like, the guy's yeah. got no chin. Like, you need – all you got to do is land the one. You know, <laughs> Right. He seems counters, like – Khan like, seems like the kind of guy, like, every, every dude that watches uh, an Amir Khan fight – like a pay-per-view is like, man, I just one shot. I think I could do it. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? Like he's that the, dude. The problem is, is dudes. He's, he's got so fast. The fastest so fast. hands in boxing. Yeah. Since Roy Jones, Roy Jones was the original guy with the fastest hand. Dude. Amir Khan is, is fast, fast. Man, Roy, Roy like, Jones Jr. Was a bad dude. Oh yeah. He Ooh. was my old man's favorite box. Like that. He he's was my like, that was like the box. first. <laughs> He was my old man. Oh, him and Mike Tyson, we would get every – and my dad was really into Oscar uh, De La Hoya early in his career, too. Oh, De La Hoya was a super entertaining fighter. Yeah. And, like, early on, he was – But my dad really liked Roy watch. Jones. He would always say, he would say, look at how crazy his hands are because he would hold his hands way down by his below his waist. And then, guys, as soon as they would come in, he would hit him with that, like, seven little baby hooks and shit. Like, all that stuff was crazy to me, man. Like nuts, but yeah, Canelo Bivol. I think that's gonna be a pretty good fight. I think that will be the that's gonna be the bet the hardest fight for Canelo since Golovkin for sure. I think it's gonna be a very similar fight. I think Canelo will probably beat him on the cards because Canelo won't lose in America on the cards, guaranteed. Because no. boxing is corrupt as shit. Right, but I I think Bivol is not a joke. He's not like like if you look at Canelo's resume, there's some question. Rocky Fielding, like there's guys on there that should have never gotten a Canelo fight, and they were like basically tune-up fights for for really tough fights. Right. And I don't know. Like I just I think I think if it goes to the cards, obviously Canelo's gonna win. Bivol's got to knock him out. Yeah. Like, and but Bivol be or be really convincing. I mean. I, dude, look, if you watch the Golovkin-Canelo draw, the first fight, Golovkin beat him. You can't – there's nowhere you can give Canelo three rounds. There's nowhere. There's no – like, you can't – if you can't give him three rounds, there's no way you're giving him six rounds for a draw. Like, right. it's just – it's like the boxing in America is corrupt as shit and is not good, like – I don't know. Like I, I just don't. I don't. I don't see him winning on the card. If, if he would have to knock Canelo down like three, three times. Yeah, it'd have to be ridiculously yeah. convincing. Yeah, like there was. Look, Wilder got a draw out of Fury, lost every single round, and he still got a draw out of Fury. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I don't know. Like America scares me when it comes to like <laughs> actual fighters. 
like Pacquiao and Timothy Bradley beat Pacquiao. Dude, I turned that fight off in the 11th round and started playing Call of Duty. And, and somebody <laughs> playing Call of Duty with, with me was like, you need to turn on Sports Center right now. I was like, what? I go, I just got done watching the fight. He's like, dude, check it out. And I was like, oh my God, I could not, I couldn't even believe they would let Timothy Bradley win that fight. Like it's it's insanity to me. Like the the judging system is broken in boxing. It's just it, and it's corrupt as shit. It sucks. Like guys are already pre-made to win. But we'll see. I think Canelo, I think I think Canelo will win, but I think it'll be a good fight. I think the Bivol Bivol will be a good fight. I Sorry saw, about the uh, the sound, that crazy sound just now. Yeah, my cat is batting around a ball with a bell in it. Nice. Todd just just putting the the little chat there. What's that sound? Like, <laughs> oh crap! It is loud. Okay, gotcha. See, I can't. So, sorry see about that. Everybody in the chat. Comments. Hit, hit private weird. chat. Oh, okay. There you go. Chat? I think he uh, just batted it, batted it into the kitchen. So now I. Oh, private chat. Oh, there's 13. Yeah. 18 minutes on boxing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I could go all night on boxing. Yeah, for real. For real. That's my second favorite sport. So. All right. So let's get to the uh, the meat here. Oh, all wait. Right. Before that, before that, one last time talking about NFL draft because it's tomorrow. Give me. I think it's O line. O line goes first. So either I, Evan Neal or homeboy from Mississippi State or whatever. I think he's a guy from Mississippi State, yeah. And then, yeah. but is there going to be any moves? That's that's what I was thinking about. Like they are, they keep talking about the Cowboys <laughs> making moves. I'll be fucking pissed off if they if they make a move and it's not for offensive lineman or an even better edge rusher than I out. think. I we're, we're, where are the Cowboys? Twenty. Twenty four. Oh, okay. So, think 24. There's some there's some decent like mid to late first round type offensive line. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I'm okay with an O-lineman or an edge rusher. I'm okay with either of those two positions in the first round. I saw one one mock when I was looking at it that had the Cowboys trading up quite a bit like into like the yeah, like 10 to 10 to 14 range to go get um Oh Lord, the dude What's from that? Purdue, the the edge rusher from Purdue. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I can't yeah, remember I, that, that. I don't it, see it happening. It's. I think that's a reach. He might be available at twenty four. I don't know. Yeah. Um. There's going to be a ton of edge rushers taken though in the first round. I mean, it's heavy on freakish athletic defensive linemen right now. Uh. Yeah. I think. The whole first round is just going to be like edge lineman, edge lineman, edge lineman, like get one defensive tackle, then DE again. Right. Well, plus they were calling what's his face from Georgia, Trayvon Walker or whatever. Mm-hmm. They were they were calling him a defensive tackle until he ran a four seven or whatever at right. the combine, and now they're right. like, oh, he's an edge rusher now. Yeah, now like, he's wait an a edge second, rusher. homeboy's three hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> that's that's a big boy. Uh- I, on your on the mock thing you guys sent in the chat earlier, somebody had Kenny Pickett or that that Pickett quarterback going at six. Who's drafting at six? The Giants. Carolina. It's Carolina. Oh yeah, yeah. They, you know what? They need a quarterback because uh, Sam Darnold 
I don't know. It's not your answer. Um, yeah, that's true. I, I hope you're right. I hope offensive line goes first. Like I said last week, I would be fine with uh, with Hutchinson going too to my Lions. Really, I just don't want the Lions to do something dumb like draft uh, a quarterback at number two, any quarterback. Really. Yeah, I don't think. I think if they were going to do that, they're going to drop back. They would trade that pick because you got to get capital. I don't know how many people are really willing to move that far up. I feel like everybody that's talking about moves, it's more like a like a moving up five, six picks because they got their eye on somebody specific. I don't see any like no mocks that I've seen have anybody moving past like ten. You know what I mean? Everybody's trading up from back of the, the first round to like ten to thirteen. Nobody's trading into the top ten, but we never know. Obviously. Have you noticed that they're like really like trying to push stars on this instead of like there being one guy where it was like, Oh, this is the guy. They're like, well, this could be the guy and this could be the guy. And it's like, yeah, yeah. there's no real, I, like, I remember like five or six years ago, they did something similar. Like the first year that they did that. Hey rookie, welcome to the NFL thing or whatever. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't the first year, but it was the first year that I remember it being like a huge ordeal. And they did that same thing. Cause it was like, nobody knew usually by now we know who's going number one right right now right now it's still like i've seen five different names attached to that number one pick never see that yeah um so todd todd just said philadelphia has 15 16 and 19 and could have detroit second and 32nd and 34 for those three yeah no shit todd i think any team would be willing to to take two thirty-two, or I'm sorry, fifteen, sixteen, and nineteen over two thirty-two and thirty-four this year because there's not right an obvious number two. That's I don't know if I've ever been more unhappy with having a second pick than I am this year. Right, because it's like, but I think that I I honestly I think it's going to end up being that guy from Michigan hometown with it being in Detroit. Like it's kind of a no-brainer. You're going to sell a billion jerseys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're going to sell a billion jerseys. Like, it, it it's pretty much easy. So I think it's an easy pick. My wife showed a, um, like, she shared a Facebook, uh, a Facebook post or something with me that was when he was supposed to throw out the first pitch. And the game yeah. got rained out. It was the day that, that Miggy was supposed to hit 3,000 and it got rained out. Oh, yeah. Um, the day after the intentional walk. Um, and she was like, so is this the guy that the lions are going to draft? And I was like, yeah, probably. And she was like, well, he's already wearing a Detroit tigers hat and throwing out pitches at the tigers game. That's probably a sign that he's going to be a Detroit lion. Right. Right. And I was like, my wife who doesn't really watch a ton of sports is already connected the dots on that. It seems like, uh, <laughs> right. right. It seems pretty obvious if he's there too, we're taking him. Yeah, I think so too. But if he does get drafted number one overall, whew. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think it's going to be the O line. I think yeah. you gotta you gotta protect your investment that you got last year. And he is quite the investment. I'm ready right. for. I'm Trevor. ready for the Trevor Lawrence show. Yeah, me too. As much as I hated him while he was at Clemson, I think he's going to be a stud. Yeah, I agree. I think. Yeah, I think eventually. 
<laughs> Todd said two thumbs down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I think he's gonna be all right, especially in that 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 or uh, that uh d- not division, but uh, yeah, the division with the Colts and like that. It's a crapshoot every year. It's a lot of teams that are kind of on their um, like they're not in an open window to be a good playoff team. You know what I mean? Like you, you always hear about, Oh, is their window closing? It's a bunch of teams whose windows are yeah. getting close. And well, then the, the Jags are on the rise, but they're just, their quarterback thing. I, sucks. I think the Colts have a lot of pieces and just not the right pieces right now. You know what I mean? Like their offensive line is very good. Right. They've got a couple real strong defensive players. They got a good running back, right. but if they got you don't have to throw the ball to man, they have they have maybe the worst receiver room in the league. Yeah. They have a quarterback who I, I'm not very confident in. If I'm a Colts fan, like I like I like Matt Ryan, but I, I think but, but he's got I mean, nobody to throw to. Like he's gonna be he's gonna struggle for sure. I so I think I'm biased against Matt Ryan anyway because of all the Matty Ice stuff. Like because right. in my head, I watched our Matt in. Detroit have ice in his veins, leading fourth quarter comebacks for his entire career. Right, and like oh, Matty Ice in in Atlanta, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here! Like the right. real Matty Ice is up here in the north. And then, right. like on top of already hating him for that, then he goes and blows a 25 point lead in the Super Bowl. Now, yeah. some of that was on him. A lot of that was on the horrible Atlanta defense, and a lot of it was yeah. the fact that Tom Brady is Tom Brady. But still, like. I remember watching that Super Bowl and seeing Matt Ryan on the sideline, and he just looked like a beat dog. Like going into that fourth quarter, you want your quarterback to be like, let's do this, you know, like amped up. And he just looked like somebody had told him that his grandpa died. It was just awful. Yeah, but he was also going up against the GOAT. Yeah. And like, I think that was like, that was when, that Super Bowl is when I was like, okay, Tom Brady's the the greatest. He's the real thing. Yeah. Ever lived. Like I was already, I I already like grudgingly would say that he was the best. Right. Like that was he had he had barely passed Joe Montana for me at that point. Right. And then that one, I was like, okay, now there's there's a wide gap here. There's yeah. A it's, wide, it's not wide even gap. close. Like. Yeah. yeah, it's not even close. We'll segue that into our. Film what topic. we've all been waiting for. Yeah. So uh, we've all, we we have dis- we discussed before. Uh, we decided to make our list, and we're gonna do top five Disney movie, Disney animated movies. So no um, Flight of the Navigator or any of that <laughs> weird, you know, live action Disney stuff. Because there's a couple of great, like I could do a list of those too. I mean, Mary Poppins was great. So like that. that Mary Poppins was the absolutely the reason that i yeah. asked the question that i asked earlier like are we including yeah. is it just it's, animated right because it's such Mary a good Poppins movie. is incredible yeah very good especially um, when you think about the fact that it was made oh boy did you see that comment get out of here todd um <laughs> it was made in a time like god todd you just threw i know right, right? A, todd's a mary poppins Fuck Mary Poppins. There, I said it. Says Todd. Thank you, Todd, the producer. Go ahead and. Uh, it's a, it's a hot take for sure. Go ahead, Todd. <laughs> Tell us how you feel about Mary Poppins, bro. You like Mary Poppins? I think it's overrated. 
Really? I think it's one of the most overrated films of all time. What? I would go the opposite direction. Yeah, I would too. I just don't enjoy it. Man, I have never bad. enjoyed that movie. I've watched it multiple times. I just don't get the hype. The I songs don't are good, bro. They so yeah. the whole thing with the penguins in... and shit and all that. Yeah. That's, uh, and that's what I was going to say. Areas. That movie was made in 1960-something. Yeah. 63 something like that maybe for the time doesn't hold up it was incredible with the yes. the hybrid of live action and animation yeah. and good, dick van dyke how are you about to sit over the there and hey, Coppins, he had that terrible yeah. british accent the worst cockney accent ever but still ever. tell you i just so don't lo- i don't like it i i have never even shown that movie to my kids because i don't like that movie that much it's, it's just movie. terrible to me the remake was trash. I will say that. Like that that remake. They just did I mean, I'm sure. Like, yeah. if I'm looking at it from like when it was made, then sure, it's a good. Movie. I haven't watched the remake. Like, it just doesn't like to Emily me. Blunt. It doesn't hold up. Watch the remake. Like, if I'm like, if I'm gonna sit down and watch a Disney movie, like, it's not even. It wouldn't even be on the radar of films that I'm about to watch. Dude, really? a spoonful of sugar. It's a good song. Super Califragilistic. So, so if it was included, if you included it just with the animated films. Would it be in your top five? No. Not, exactly. no, not on my animated. I it, can't do it. I think it was on the like the first the first draft list that I made. Including the Pixar films? Yeah. No. Not first, not top five. I'm saying like when I first wrote out the list of like, okay, these are the ones. Yeah, I had 15 15 movies. It it was like 19. It's like 19 movies that were on my original list. Yeah, I, I it wouldn't even it wouldn't even crack the top like I, fifteen for me. It was crazy the, when when uh, when Disney Plus first came out. The first movie I watched was Bed Knobs and Broomsticks. Oh hell yeah, dude! That movie I, when I was a kid, I, I rented it all the time. I loved that movie, and I rewatched it. And I was like, okay, like this movie did not age well, but it's still pretty solid for what it was like. But it just it. It wasn't the same as I remember it because I was like, "Oh shit, Bedknobs and Broomsticks! I haven't seen that in years." Like, that, of course, that's gonna be the first thing I watch. I can watch Toy Story later. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I was I, I watched Bedknobs. <clears throat> I think I I stayed home because John was sick, so I had to stay home from work, and I was just like, well, "I'm gonna watch Disney Plus movies all day." And it was Bedknobs and Broomsticks was the first thing we watched. I think the second thing we watched was. Uh, I can't even remember. I think it's like a Bug's Life or something like I that. I watched. I think I already That's told you. I watched, I watched Flight of the Navigator and Willow. Oh yeah, and Willow. Then, and then um, Angels in the Outfield. Like those were the three that I watched that first day. Well, Willow wasn't technically a Disney movie until they bought it. I know, but it was on Disney Plus because it was a Lucasfilm movie, right? It was yeah produced by George Lucas and stuff, and and yeah. Ron Howard directed it. Mm-hmm. But it technically wasn't a Disney movie until they bought Lucasfilm. So a lot of that stuff is like kind of grandfathered in. Like, yeah. Well, that'd be the same as looking at Pixar. That's why I asked about Pixar because Pixar wasn't Disney. Right. So, like, uh, Disney. Pixar just originally. I thought they they were always, they were Disney first and then they removed from Steve Jobs started Pixar. Yeah. Toy Story was Pixar? Was only Pixar? The first Toy Story, you can thank Steve Jobs for that movie. Yeah, that's not a. That was not released as a Disney film. The second one was. I know the second one yeah, was. That was yeah, they bought. The second one bought was in, Pixar yeah, after the. They had like the they, Pixar oh, did like man. two or three movies, and they were all like bangers. And Disney was like, "Let me have that." 
Yeah, that's true. Mouse that's, the house came with the with the blank. That's check. actually probably yeah, here you that's go. probably really similar to how the conversation went. To be honest, right? Let me get that. Here's a check. Who was who Here's was in charge of check. Disney? You write as was, many zeros as you want on this check. <laughs> was it uh, what's his name? I was Eisner in charge of Disney. Yeah, I, that's what. Right, I think Eisner was. That was like his first major purchase, if I remember right. Right. He came in and was like, "Okay, here comes some computer animation." <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. So this was well, the all right, Todd. Of- thank you for your uh, fuck Mary Poppins inc- incorrect opinion about Mary Poppins. Yeah, Mary Poppins. Not- <laughs> so, um, so the criteria was it has to be an animated film, Disney, Pixar, either of either of them, and we were going with the top five. Like, if you had to choose your top five, which are they going to be, and what order they're going to be? You said you had a shocker, so I'm interested. I want to hear your list. Okay, so I'm going to grab my notes real quick. Yeah, good idea. Now, I'll tell you, like we talked about earlier, there's some that almost made the list. Right. But they're just like... Okay, this is what we'll do. Give you one honorable mention of the... And then you got to go with the five. So, okay. You can't have my... like 15 honorable mentions. All so, right. so give yourself one where you're like, this is the one that didn't make the cut, and then... Then go the with one. The one that didn't make the cut is Brave because, like we talked about it earlier, we did incredible, incredible story, great animation. It's visually yeah. absolutely stunning. Yeah, but there's just something missing from it. The story's great. It's, I don't think it was big. It you was yeah. I mean? There wasn't there wasn't was like like a, like a villain that really yeah. yeah yeah. There was the like the villain was. Like the villain. Kind of, but then the the bear was her. I don't know. It was wild. No, 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 it was I'm a cool the story. Oh, like the, yeah, the, the wild bear shit. that that yeah. took her dad's uh, took her dad's leg. Yeah, I, I don't know. You're right. Her dad just, was great, by the way. Billy, grandiose... Billy Connolly is. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and a part of that is sentimental too, because my daughter really loved that one when she was little. Brave. Like that and that and Frozen were like they lived in her DVD player for a long time. Yeah, Frozen. And it was. Uh, well, there's a perfect segue because my number five is Frozen drama. The first Frozen or the second one? The first Frozen. The first one's so good. The first Frozen. And hey. it's... Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was going to pop on. <laughs> I thought for sure I was about to get absolutely stepped on for saying Frozen. I thought Todd was coming in heavy there. Okay. All right. Whew. That gave me a that gave me a jolt, Todd. Thanks. <laughs> Um, yeah, Frozen mostly for the music. Um, and Olaf, I think so good, dude. Olaf is a top 10 Disney character, in my opinion. Oh, I like like Josh Gad, yeah, he's funny as shit. He's super funny as Olaf, anyway. And like the little plus, this adds to his great characterness, but it's not in the first movie. The second movie, when he's like given the rundown of what happened to their. He's like their her, their parents are dead. Like given the right. the backstory, and then Disney did a whole like a whole series of him retelling. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so so good. It is good. Um, yeah. But the first movie, the story's great. The music's great. Visually, it's really really good. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, it's just it's the it's ride at strong. Disney World's awesome too. Like if you ever See, get to go to Disney, it's a pretty cool ride. Well, we were planning a trip to Disney this year, and then between me switching jobs and stuff, it just didn't end up working out. Yeah. Um, and lots of other stuff. Um, number four, I have Moana. 
Excellent. Um, and it's kind of the same thing with Frozen. I mean, the music is a huge part of that. That yeah. that the main song, like the yeah. how far I'll go. Yeah. Excellent. That is a great. That's a great song. Even not in a. If that song was just released, yeah, I get, I get and had, chills just thinking about and it. And had yeah, it had nothing to do with a, a movie at all. It would still be a great song. It's an absolute banger. Absolute and it might banger. not be the. It might not be the best song on the soundtrack because that shiny song is incredible. Oh, too. dude, Jermaine Clement. Jermaine Clement. And, yeah, oh, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. And <laughs> the rock, like my song, like, <laughs> the rock, the thank you song. I mean. All those are bangers, you're welcome. Dude. They're all yeah. good. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. Excellent. Um, and I love the story. I mean, it's a cool, I like the, you know, the kind of lore of Pacific Islanders anyway. You know, like I like watching dudes do the haka and stuff like that. And like the like that whole idea of like the island nations and then Disney doing it right too, and not having a little white girl play the do the voice is also really great. Um Third, <laughs> no, but I wanted to mention something. Have you ever heard the? Uh, have you seen the conspiracy theory behind Moana? Uh oh, that the whole movie she dies when she disobeys her dad and goes out into the. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And, and she dies, and the whole rest of the movie is her going to heaven, because like later on, it like you hmm. see her grandmother as the manta ray or whatever, and and then like. Yeah. Uh, there's like a whole like I I saw it on YouTube. It's pretty interesting. Like it was like Dude, yeah, Disney conspiracies. Disney conspiracies dark, are but, so okay. great anyway. Yeah, it's like it's kind of dark, but it it fits. <laughs> like I like the Disney conspiracy that the uh, um Elsa and Anna's parents were Our Tarzan. Uh, George, yeah, or, tar, yeah, tar, Tarzan's yeah. mom and dad. That one's pretty rad too. Well, there is because a... it does. It does absolutely look like the the same ship, and then the, it's under the water in uh, yeah in Little Mermaid too. Yep, and well, in their uh, Rapunzel from Tangled, yeah, is, she's there. There at, at the wedding. At the wedding, yeah, for yeah. um in Frozen, so it's like yeah, and that's a like intertwined that one's blatant too. Shit. Like the first time I yeah. heard that, I was like, hold up, and I went and watched it, and it's yeah, plain you see as both day. Him, her and Flynn yeah. Ryder are both there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his name's Eugene, but anyway, yeah, is it? It's his real name. Right. It's, it's Flynn. Yeah. He chose Flynn Rider. His birthday yeah, is Eugene. Uh, third, I'm going with Aladdin. Banger. Um, probably the first one that I remember, like, I watched, like, the, you know, Sleeping Beauty and stuff like that when I was a little, little kid and, and right. Cinderella and Snow White and all those. But Aladdin's the first one that I remember as a kid being excited when it was released. You know what right. I mean? Like, mm -hmm. that's the music too. Every song, I could probably sing every song in Aladdin. Oh yeah, that's probably like, the best soundtrack. I think, start to finish, I would say Aladdin has the best soundtrack. Yeah. Whole new world, like it is all of them. Riff they're rap, all good. Ara all of them Arabian good. Nights. They're, Did you they're ever all get to really play good. the video game on Sega on Genesis? Sega Genesis? Of oh. course I did, John. So good. Great game. Such a good game. That stupid snake at the end was so annoying to beat. Oh, uh, me dude, and my brother. Now I got it. I feel like I gotta find a Sega Genesis now. Right, and play that just shit. to play that. Is it on the Sega Classic? Do you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Yeah. You think so? I yeah. It was one of the best Sega Genesis games, in my opinion. I I thought it was great. Uh, so, I have a. Oh, it's PlayStation and Xbox. They oh, reissued word, okay. it. 
Yeah. I'll see if I can find that. I have a, a the little Nintendo classic. I'm sure Todd right. still has. He probably has that and 45 regular Nintendos. But yeah, he does. Um, I really want a Super Nintendo classic. And then uh, the Sega Classic, I feel like I would really only play Sonic 3 over and over and over and over and Sonic over and over so and good. over. Sonic 3 is an great. amazing game. Joe Montana football um, was pretty good, too, for its time. See, I was a Deion Sanders primetime football guy on the uh, Sega. That was a good game, too, yeah. though. Uh, okay, so Number Aladdin. Two. Aladdin is absolutely – it's not beatable, really, as far as soundtrack goes. And cool story. Robin Williams, obviously. Great, yeah. But – uh, number Great. two, this is the one that I think you're going to be shocked by. Okay. And I think I just watched Todd type it up there. Robin Hood. Yeah, I liked that Robin Hood movie when I was a kid. It's a great one. It's a good one for Dude, sure. That is one of those ones that I can still, like if it's if if it pops into my head, I'll throw it up there and watch it. And it's, yeah, I whistle, dude, I whistle that tune at work. Oh, the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I walk around whistling that shit. Like that's like one of the tunes that I will just absentmindedly whistle. Right. And like the when he dresses up like the stork to win the the archery contest. contest. Dude, that whole just the whole movie is so good. And Robin Hood and Little John running through the forest. Like that. It's just a great, great movie. It's It's really. Todd agrees. He says it's his favorite, not the it best. Is his but it's favorite. His favorite. I, did, I didn't know that about Todd. That that is his favorite. Fun, fun fact, Caleb. Almost all the scenes with Little John were ripped scenes from, from Jungle Book. Yeah, I know. They just they just recolored him and and through the same like production wise, they yeah. did the exact same. That was money. That that's was crazy. super duper common back then too. Like. That's why so many of the characters look so similar, like size wise and things like that. Even even when they're not just like both bears, that's clearly Baloo as Little John. You know what I mean? But like, there's other movies that I've seen. Um, there's a scene in Dumbo that's almost exactly identical to a scene in Jungle Book. Also, like they reuse so many of those animation cells from Jungle Book. Yeah, and like uh, Aristocats has a bunch of them that are reused yeah. too. Yeah. It's it was really really common and kind of weird. I remember noticing it when I was a kid and being like, "Oh, wait a second, this looks really similar to something that yeah, I've like seen." Yeah, when the cats are dancing and shit, it's like yep. they reuse that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's a, a ton of them. It's it's wild. Uh, and then number one, this isn't going to be a surprise to anybody. I don't think. I think your number one and my number one are the same one. Is it Toy Story? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. original Toy Story is in my opinion a top 20 movie period like not animated not disney i think it is if i sit down and make a top 20 list it's always going to be in that list sure it is next to perfect dude i agree i i don't i don't have anything that i can there's not a negative thing that i can say about toy story other than the i wish story they made- arc is so perfect like yeah. it, it, it's it's ebbs and flows, it's ups and downs, like everything about it. Yeah, being Different. an animated movie and being able to, like even adults, even watching it now, I still have very similar emotions to how I did the first time I watched it. Yeah, and it's like excellent. that's that's crazy to think about an animated movie doing that to a almost forty year old man, right. and 
like you care about the characters, like you have emotional connections. It's it's really really crazy. Like I I don't think Disney could probably it's it's going to be impossible I think for them to ever beat it for me because I don't have the nostalgia feel for any new Disney movies that come out. Like I really like Moana, I really like Brave and Frozen, like those have come out recently. Um but you can't you, you can't beat those first three, those those top three for me because of the, the attachment that I had to him when I was a kid that exactly. has maintained through my right. life. Yeah. And Todd also said Lion King. Lion King probably would have been the next one that I, you know, honorable next mention, honorable mention. Yeah, like a yeah, second like, honorable mention. It's, sure. it's really great. But those those three, Toy Story, Robin Hood, and Aladdin are just so good. Yeah. All right. Now let's um, hear it. So my, I would have two honorable mentions as well. Um, my first honorable mention is, is the same one as Todd's honorable mention. And we mentioned, I, I already mentioned it this episode, A Bug's Life. A Bug's Life is so super slept on. It's so good. Like, I, I, have a, I think the hardest I've ever laughed at a Disney anything ever was in Bug's Life when all the little kid, the little bugs bring... Um, bring their the heroes that picture and they're all like some of them are like dead on the picture and like the fat the slug guy's dead and he's just like like the way he looks (laughs) every time i see it i just laugh it's the best i love it like i love a bug's life it's good i think my other did did a bug's life how close did a bug's life and ants ants come out dude i thought they were the same movie that's how close like, Ants is the one with Woody Allen, right? Right, and yeah, it's crazy because I thought they were the same movie until I was like, "Oh shit, A Bug's Life is not the same movie as Ants." Like, right? Yeah, it. But yeah, it's, they were so close together that they kind of got meshed in together. They kind of Armageddon deep impacted us. Yeah. Then my second honorable mention, and it's only because my son loved it so much. And it's my sister's favorite movie. And I really liked it as well. Like, I, I don't know what I like. I like a lot of mine ended up movies being movies that had to deal with the ocean. It was uh, Lilo and Stitch. Like, I really like the Stitch character. I think um, the music is good. They use the Elvis music and uh, Tia Carrera as Lilo's sister and like all of that. I really liked that movie. I thought it was, I thought and it was definitely original. Yeah, um, I like Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, Lilo and Stitch was solid. That was like my honorable mention too. So there's um, the uh, there's the the confirmation from Todd. Two months apart between Ants right. and A Bug's Life. That's crazy. Like too close together. They did not get that right. Yeah, that's um, like Dante's Peak and Volcano. My number five, I, I, I dude, I it was so hard to narrow this list down to like the top five. Yeah, I but I, I set my criteria as this. It was. Music, or it was visuals, then music, then story. And that was like the three things I really wanted to focus on and then that I thought were brought out all around. Like, I think Frozen 2 has probably the one of the best soundtracks, but it was like the story wasn't that great. Yeah. It definitely wasn't as good as the first Frozen. Mm-mm. And then the visual, they didn't really add anything visually. I like the song that Weezer wrote that um, Sven sang. 
Um, I liked Elsa's song. I liked uh, um, the snowman. We, Olaf. We, Olaf's yeah. song. All of that stuff. The songs were great, but everything else kind of lacked. You know, they didn't improve visually and they didn't, they, the story wasn't as good as the first. So right. it's like, I couldn't put that in the top five because, you know, even though I love the soundtrack and I think the soundtrack's great. So my criteria was like that. So the number five, I got Beauty and the Beast. I think Beauty and the Beast, I think Belle is the absolute 10 of Disney princesses. I think, I think Emma Watson playing, Emma Watson playing her in the live action was an absolute travesty. Like you have a Hollywood six playing a Disney ten, like a Hollywood cool. six, Hollywood six, bud. She oh. is at best a Ooh. six. That is and, Hermione and, Granger you're speaking of right now. Yeah, yeah. She, trust me, she should not have been Belle. Belle, Belle is. Well I agree, she shouldn't have been Belle, but she's not a Hollywood six. She's, this is a totally she's different a Hollywood six. Like Belle is a Disney ten. She's a ten of ten. So. So I, I Emma I, Watson I, is a music. Emma Watson is a Fort Wayne nine. She's, she's a Fort Wayne nine for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, the music's great. The story's great. Um, the characters, th those are all all what I like a lot about that movie. Just it was it's one of the it's one of the only classic Disney movies that are on, the actual Disney movies that are on my list. Um, number four is Moana. Real Real fast, as a whole, what do you think of the live action? Like, you obviously didn't like Emma Watson as Belle, but I thought it was cool. It was it's it's only, I've only watched two of the Disney live action movies, and uh, it was that one and the Jungle Book, and they were both just okay. Like I I, I don't I'm not really into the the live once they do the live action jump. To me, it just seems like it loses a lot. It loses, yeah, it loses too much. Yeah. Like it's the animation part to me is what makes them great. And like some of the I've seen, I've seen the beauty, the Beauty and the Beast. I've seen Aladdin. I went, we went and saw the live action Aladdin in the theater, and it really yeah. was not good. If I'm being right. totally honest, I'm not a fan. My daughters like it. I don't. Um, I like the Jungle Book one. I like the Jungle Book one better than Beauty and the Beast. Agreed. The, jung the, animals, the Jungle Book. Of the of the live action ones, the Jungle Book. Christopher Walken as the as the uh, the big orangutan, like yeah, that was King, King Louis. Louis. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Do you uh, remember us talking? By the way, this is another sidetrack. Do you remember us talking about making the vulgar version of the Jungle Book back in the day? No, I don't. Uh -uh. That was like a random weird thing that you and I talked about, like I'm sure twenty years ago, basically. Right. <laughs> um, four was Moana. Uh, my wife actually, we just got a, our TV took a crap on us, so I had to buy a new TV. And it's a very nice TV, and she's like, "Have you watched Moana on the new television?" And I was like, "No." And she put it on because Jace likes it, and I was like, "Holy shit! This yeah. is another reason why Moana is on my top five. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's beautiful. a gorgeous the, movie. The scene at the beginning where Moana is a little baby and she goes off into the ocean, and the, the water like, picks her up and Dude. stuff. Yeah." so good the story's amazing the songs are amazing it's top five guarantee it's it should be top five on any disney fans list i think it's that good like it, i hope they don't ruin it with the sequel like i really don't like i i heard that the rock's not gonna do it now and like i don't know like i think i, I just hope they don't ruin it with the sequel like because the first one is oh it's really good breathtaking um i actually just in my head right here, I moved Toy Story to three. And the reason I moved Toy Story to three 
it's not because the other two I think are that much better, but it is because I went, I've recently gone back and watched Toy Story 3 after I my kids had Toy Story 4 on repeat. The animation has really improved. Oh, yeah. Like, the original Toy Story animation at the time was really great. But, not, like, if you go back and watch it now, it's like, okay. Like, it's yeah. very – it's like uh, if you ever uh, – the video game – you remember Virtual Fighter versus Tekken? Yeah. It's like Virtual oh, yeah. Fighter versus Tekken. You know what I mean? Like the graphics always improved in Tekken and just Virtual Fighter stayed the exact same. So for me, like <laughs> I, I, the story's great for Toy Story. I think you get that. There's that friendship thing where it's like the songs are great and like it's how you wish relationships would be in your life. You know what I mean? Like with yeah. the, the character and like how he feels about his toys and it kind of encompasses all the movies and like this change that this little boy goes through and they, they follow him all the way. Like it's mm-hmm. such a great series of movies that like to have it in just that one at number one, I wish I could just put all four of them at number three. You know what I mean? Where it's just like sure. it encompasses all of it because it's so the set, like Todd said in the chat just a minute ago, Two and three were like tear our three and four were like tear jerkers, man. Mm-hmm. Like in three, when they're all holding hands in the furnace and they're all dude, I, I cry. I literally cried watching that movie. I was like, this is sad. This is a, it invoked an emotional reaction from at the time I was 30. You know, right. what I mean? like watching it in the theater. I was like, this is amazing, like so good. And it's because of the relationships that it had built in the second and the first one. And you know, you really it comes yeah, out. You're invested. Really yeah. Care for the characters. Yeah. So Toy Story is number three. This one, these two were back and back, dude. I couldn't, because one of them is one of my all time favorites that I've watched for years and years and years. And I think it's like, and this is one that wasn't on any list and nobody's mentioned it. So I'm, I'm kind of happy. And I think I have to put it at number two because it lacks one of my criteria and that's music. But Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> Emperor's New Groove, bro. Oh, pull the lever, so slept on, bro. The fourth wall break, Cusco is the original Deadpool, basically. It's very good. Oh, dude, Kronk. I remember the first time I watched that movie. Patrick Warburton. Patrick Warburton's Kronk. <laughs> when the little doubles were popping up on the, the side, and he's like, Hey, where's the other guy? <laughs> the guy shows up. He's like got a broken wheel. Oh, dude. So an Yzma, even the villain is funny, charismatic. Yeah. Everything about like the characters, the way they're drawn. And David Spade's like, it was David Spade. Like you couldn't, it was, it was like David Spade's Tommy boy character was like Kuzco. And, yeah. uh, and then, freaking john goodman's in it too like it's so good and i i I, people always nobody ever mentions it in the lexicon of disney movies and it's It's, like i think you nailed why though i think when you're when you're putting together a list like this you kind of gravitate towards the musical you know the ones that were big like yeah the ones that you saw merch for at pizza hut you know what i mean like those type of like the big the songs release. you hear on the radio, yeah, yeah, the widely the widely advertised huge ordeals, yeah. Um, and Emperor's New Groove is, it's great. I mean, it's very good. 
so but it doesn't good. have that musical element and that's i think a lot of why yeah. and it was like the first disney movie in my that i remember being like whoa these jokes are a little bit uh Right, yeah, they're like they're adult a little, jokes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like, they're they're aimed they're aimed slightly higher than than right. what I've seen before. But they still hit with the kids, though. My daughter, yeah. my daughter loves that movie. She thinks it's great, and my son too. Like we laugh every time we watch it. We think it's great. Like the Kronk character, squeak, squeak, squeaking, all of that stuff, dude. Like and 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 there the sequels were good, even though they didn't have Cusco in them. They went with Kronk's new groove, and they weren't great movies, but they yeah. were still. As far as direct-to-DVD sequels for Disney goes, Kronk's New Groove is one of the best ones. Like, <laughs> that's a, yeah, like that's a, very, a lot of those straight that's to a very niche. That's a very like, niche category there, drama. Yeah, Aladdin Five and shit. Like his straight return to, to DVD, right? Disney yeah. sequels. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of those hit very hard. So I, I love Patrick Warburton. Yeah, dude, he's so good. My brother-in-law does a really, really good Patrick Warburton impression. Like, really good. When you go to Disney World and you go to uh, Soren and Epcot, he does the little pre-flight thing. It's pretty awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my number one film, I've been saying this since it came out, it's Coco. Yeah. I knew Coco, you were going to go with it. Yeah. And the, and the whole reason, the Coco's music to me, I feel like, I really like the cultural aspect that they are like, they went, they went, okay, we're going to do like Spanish or, uh, you know, Mexican culture. Let's, let's do a movie about it. And I learned so much from that movie about some of the culture stuff that I didn't know about Mexican through Coco. And then I, once I looked at, I mean, it wasn't completely accurate, but it was still like this cool story that they told about like how they revere the dead and stuff like that and how it's a little bit different in the culture. And I was like, yeah, that's really neat. And then the colors like, Oh, that's, that's what I was going to say. Visually like the, this, like the bridge and all that stuff. Like it's the flowers, the, 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 the multicolored, um, like the, the lady, the, the, the lady that's dead, like his, his, her great grandma the um her like chimera or whatever it was yeah. like beautiful like all of that stuff just absolutely beautiful and the story's good there's a there's a good villain there's a good like they're trying they're not just trying to beat the villain but they're trying to get him back into real life so he can be a part of the family and then it's just so good and every time at the very end of the movie when he's singing the song remember me to her every time i cry it's yeah. it right in the feels with it, and and I li- I like that it, invoking that emotional response. It's so good, like yeah. really good. But that's yeah, my man, I, one for sure. I yeah, I can't I can't disagree with any of those being on the list. I mean, yeah, I I don't know how you took Toy Story all the way to below Emperor's New Groove. But, well, uh, I think that was because I because of what. It meant to me. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like you have Robin Hood on your on top five. I don't think Robin Hood is a top five movie, but to you, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, to because I like Robin Hood too. It, it reminds me. It was one of those older Disney movies that when I was young, young would watch. Yeah. But I can't put it up there because I I don't I didn't like it that much. You know what I mean? Like right. But I understand why you could put it on there because it's it's like it means different things to different yeah, people. Yeah, I mean, it is a whole uh, 
like it puts me it literally like transports me back yeah. in time when it's yeah. on it's like i can remember That's how aladdin does for me aladdin does that for me because aladdin is uh like that was one of the movies like my best friend growing up derek he and i would watch that when we were teenagers like we would not let anybody else know that we would watch that movie but as a teenager growing up like we're south of creighton and fort wayne like you know that was something Disney movies like that was something i kind of wanted to touch on when we were talking about doing this anyway like I remember when I was, you know, 22 years old, you and I, like when we first met yeah. and both of us, you know, like normally two dudes in their early mid twenties are going to be hardcore. Like, no, 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 man. I don't watch Disney. And you no, and I, man, like, I like reservoir dogs, bro. Right. See, and I you and I want. always used to talk. And that's what I was trying to, I, I am surprised you don't remember us talking about making the, uh, the jungle, the jungle book spoof. I think I do recall. Because we were talking about a frog about being like a frog being afraid of everything that like yeah, yeah, that went by him in the that, jungle because yeah. <laughs> he's a fucking frog. I yeah, because he's a fucking here. frog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I do remember that. But yeah, like we kind of bonded over Disney movies at 22 and 24, 25 right. years old or whatever. It's crazy. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, Disney. Disney movies can do that to to guys if they know that they're among others right. that enjoy it it's like well shit I, I don't have to be worried that you guys are gonna think i'm a pussy for liking disney movies <laughs> dude people talk that shit all the time people ask me you go to disney every year i go yes i went it's to a disney movie. as a child and when i go back now i i it it takes me back to that time see it i've never been back to that time and it's it's one of those things that disney the parks and Todd can attest. I got Todd to go. Todd was like, I'm never going to Florida. I got Todd to go to Disney. And we went and we had a great time because it's, it's one of those things. Their customer service is top notch. When you go to the parks, you know, they take you, you, it's expensive, but you pay for, Oh, look at that. That's awesome. That's sweet. That's a parts brothers glass. I chose this one, obviously very specific. Turn it back to the castle for me. Is that the new castle? The old that's the new castle too. That's the 50th anniversary castle. They they just redid that castle last year because it used to be just blue and uh, like a blue and white, and now they changed it to that like rose gold and iridescent so, blue. It's pretty so pimp. that glass, obviously it's Parch Brothers, like right. all the all the other glasses that you see me drink out of on here. Big um the guy Brothers. yeah, big ups. So the guy that runs that actually posted a picture in the the Parcher brothers group he took his glass with him to disney and like smuggled it in and drank out of it at the at oh, the castle cool. like you could see it he took yeah, some nice pictures yeah that's awesome but yeah they do some great stuff um all right so we were we, I, we only have one pop culture thing to talk about like we could just touch on it real quick because we're already oh, yeah. over but yep. the whole twitter thing Everybody's pissed off at Elon for buying Twitter. Like we don't understand it. Like we, yeah, we don't, don't get it. Like, we don't get why everybody's like, "I'm quitting Twitter." It's like, yeah, I get, <laughs> I get the idea of people being upset about it, but like, boycotting Twitter is the weirdest way to be I, upset about this that I could possibly think of. Like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop using Twitter because I'm mad that Elon Musk bought it. Like, that's super it doesn't weird. Make any sense to me? 
Like I, and then I keep thinking of it. I was like, Elon Musk. That, that that's the guy that smoked smoked weed on Joe Rogan, right? Like the, yeah. the Asperger's dude. dude, who's like a bitch in there. That's the guy uh, you guys are pissed off about. Like I'm shocked. At, I'm shocked at how how rarely people pick up on the fact that he definitely is on the spectrum. Yeah, like he absolutely has to be. Yeah, but I also think that there's the the possibility that he's just forgotten how to be a normal person too. Uh, that's you know true. what I mean? Like he he has no reason to act like a normal human being at this point. Right. Who does he yeah. have to be like? Right. Like literally, no, he, he does not give a single solitary shit what anybody thinks at this point. Right. I don't know. I like that one. Go with it, Todd. Um, Ooh, whoa. Did you read it? Yeah, I that's see. hefty. All right, yeah. Todd, come on in and ask it, bro. Let's right. let you. Let's Did let you want to hear the other this. question? I said or. You had two options. Oh. You might like the other one, too. Uh, type it up. Let's see. Uh, let's make a decision here. <laughs> this first one's heavy as hell, Todd. This is so dumb. Okay. Uh, that's like. Hey, I didn't really, create it. Somebody else did. That Somebody was absurd. Else? Was this? Uh, that's it's a on that, that that thing I have. Oh, oh yeah, my yeah. god, dude! Uh, I hope the second one is better because this is just super negative. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> this is, a, this is like a real, at home. It's not good. This is like, a real. I don't downer. want to answer this. You'll like the other one. You'll like, like the other one. one. I was giving you options. I actually. Oh, like four or five oh I like this one way more. Yeah, 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 let's do the second one. Do we? All right. Do we want to tell the the, <laughs> the other one? We'll person? save for another day. We'll save that we'll <laughs> until we have a following, so we can get canceled. Right. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, so go ahead and ask it, Todd. So, if you could fight one person to the death and switch lives with them, if you win, so they they would physically die. You would get to take over their life. Would they would then take over my life? Well, they they'd be gone. Oh, I thought you just said they wouldn't. You just get to be them. You fight them to the death. You fight them to the death, and you get to you get to basically take their. If place. you win, you take over their life, but you're still you, or you turn into them. Like, do I have to look like this person? If right. I that's that's what I want to know. I would say you I can still to... look like you. I, you let's say you, still you look like you me. Be okay. You, but everybody right. else just thinks that you're him. All right, then my to... answer is no longer Ryan Reynolds. Um, right. I'd love to look like that dude. Whew. Word. He's doing fine. Get those little ab things. That'd be yeah. awesome. We all know you want to look like Josh Hartnett. Don't pretend, drama. I do want to look like Josh. All right. So if I could fight one person to the death, it might be Elon Musk. Because God, that would be amazing to just be able to buy Twitter when you feel like it. Yeah, but are you really gonna beat the shit out of somebody with autism? <laughs> it's Asperger's. It's Asperger's. on the spectrum. I would absolutely <laughs> kick his Asperger's. Um, <laughs> and can't, and there it is ag aggressively done. Aggressively um, done, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would say I would probably pick somebody in like the entertainment field, not somebody in like the billionaire realm because that's too much, you know what I mean? Maybe like, wait, are Oh boy, they're fighting back, obviously, right? So like, obviously. you got to be able to beat them. So like, yeah, I don't that's, where I, that's where my brain is you're at. Right? Like well, I'm not picking, you're gonna be I'm not dead. picking like I'm not picking Chris Hemsworth or something like that. Yeah. He's gonna fucking Thor stomp me. Um, I don't think I could beat up Chris Hemsworth. I think I could. I know beat what up mine is. 
I know. I think I could beat up some Avengers, but he's not one of them. How about uh, Kaylin's going to beat up Olaf? He's going to take Josh Gad. <laughs> right. I wouldn't mind being Josh Gad. He's probably got a pretty pretty cushy life at this point. All right, it's going too long. You got to answer. All right, do it, drama. You go. Oh, it's Paul Rudd. Whoa, Paul Rudd. whoa, whoa, whoa! Paul Rudd, I'm killing Paul Rudd for sure. National That's icon. A fight I know I can win. It's a fight I know I can win. Wait, got a long career. His... Got lots of money saved up. I'll be just fine with Paul Rudd. How much older is Paul Rudd than you? Oh, he's older. He's for 50, sure. 51. Is that right? I don't know. He's in his fifties for sure. He was in Clueless, bro. Yeah, that was a lot. I was, I was like maybe 12, 13 when Clueless came out, and he was like nineteen ninety five. I'm pretty sure. Um, Ninety five. So I was fifteen. Yeah, Yeah, he's like ten. He's like a legit ten years older than you. Okay, so that could be a Paul Rudd. But would you want to become ten years older than you are just just for beating up Paul Rudd? Because that's another thing that I'm taking into consideration yeah, here. I want to be Paul Rudd. Around. Look at him. He's beautiful still. I know, that. but you look like you, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Good point. <laughs> Damn. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you would look all like right, you, then and then it's all some of a sudden. Some random girl. Uh, what's, who's, uh, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I'll just choke her out and take all her money. <laughs> and then you become a girl, Drama. Yeah, you know, that's not such a bad thing now. A girl that looks like, I don't know. This is a weird question. All right, I changed my mind. It is a weird question. Am I I just getting their money or I got to become them? You switch lives with them. Like, uh, okay, I want to, then I would, I choose, I choose uh, Rory McElroy. Rory's tough. Rory lifts weights. I don't care, dude. Rory's a little golfer. Like, He's not he's little. little. He's little compared to me. Gonna be how tall do you think Rory is? A nine iron huh? to the head. How, I bet how Rory, tall do you think Rory McIlroy is? I bet Rory's 5'11", 6'2". Six, six he is not 6'2". Oh, uh, I don't know. He's barely taller than Ricky Fowler. I, I think Fowler's a little guy, right? Yeah, Take a look. How tall do we think he is? I think he's over six. I think he's right six feet. 5'11". 5'9". 5'9". I would pound Rory McIlroy into the (laughs) fucking dirt. 5'9". He's 161 pounds. I'm two Rory He's 161 pounds? All right, I'm taking Rory McIlroy. I am 300 pounds. I would would eat Rory McIlroy in the middle of the fight. I would just get tired of punching him and Yeah, Yeah, dude, that's what I'm picking for sure. Okay, you're right. And I'm not picking John Rahm. John Rahm's a big dude. Or Jordan Spieth or... Uh, well, Spieth isn't very big either, I don't think, is he? I guess Swiss lives, Kevin Hart. Kevin, Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart. Mm. Look, man, that'd be a fun life to live, dude. Do you have to right then... my wheelhouse. I Wait. get to go be a stand-up. I get to have now money. Let me, but let me ask you this. Do you inherit his abilities? Because, like, that's a lot of pressure to live up to. He's had I a lot of... He doesn't even do stand-up anymore. He just got to be funny in movies. Yeah, people write You got to be kind of funny in movies, even. You don't yeah, even have to be that funny. funny. Yeah. He's not that great, but all right. Well, fantastic show. A, yeah, that was a, in the kit hey, in the books. That was a great show. Yeah, it was a good time. Good time. All right. Thanks a lot, Todd. All right. That Sorry. Question was, I, had a, uh, I had a visitor at the last moment. Linky. Oh, what up, buddy? Sneaky Linky. Linky. Half awake, so. Stinky Linky. All right. Stinky Linky. All right. All right, guys. Thanks a lot, guys. Aggressively wrong.